episode 380 after the whistle presented by seneca buffalo creek casino nothing else comes close is tonight a fireable offense kyle how many times have you asked me to come on these podcasts at the end of games how many times have you done this well how many times now i know why you say no i say no i've said no every single goddamn time tonight I'm looking at 6-1 in the middle of the second period, 6-1, to one, getting embarrassed. There's no, there's no pushback. There's no energy. There's no drive. There's no anger. You got a bunch of young kids sitting on the bench that don't know what the fuck to do. But that's okay. It's going to be another learning experience, right? Is that, what, is that what this is all about? Continue to learn? People want Granado fired. People want Adams to resign. Okay. Well, All hey, right. it's not going to happen. I'm right. not listen. I'm not calling for that. I'm telling you what, Craig. Listen, you just you opened up this thing by talking about the fans. Kyle Oposo had to address the fans. Twelve years. He's like, this is twelve years of their pain. Yep. So, so, you know, and someone said, can you please, uh, you know, mention that on the show because I think that needs to have some light shed on it because he said it's not their fault. It's not all their fault. All these players haven't been here for 12, 12 straight years. So that's all he meant by that. He's not saying that it's not, it's not the, and he's, and he's for, damn right for the booze. He's Some right. Booze right now. Now, granted, he's saying it's 12 years of their pain. I don't know if it is 12 years of their pain though. I think it's the fucking, it's what showed tonight when you're down 9-4, when you're down 5-1, when you're down 6-1, when you're down 7-1. That's what the boos were for. The boos were for the fact that when you're down 7-1, you're still playing like it's 0-0. You're still playing like the puck just dropped. This team, this organization, this franchise, whatever you want to call it, is top to bottom soft. Are they soft? Or are they trying to be calculated? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Give me a break. Let me tell you what the calculation comes out to. Fail. Are you kidding me? What is that? What do you even mean by that? What does that even mean? Enough. They didn't even show Granado's Granado's press conference tonight. You know why? You know why? Because they don't want to show it. You know, it was interesting. I was listening to Kyle Oposo. And it's like tonight's like these are exactly why you re-signed him. Because he speaks the truth. Okay. He was asked a question from Mike Harrington about, you know, has something along the lines of, you know, has has Donnie lost this room sort of thing? And and Kyle shut that down. Well, of course Basically, he's going to do that. That's listen. I mean, veteran. But, but listen, you don't think the questions the questions relevant? This team looks broken, and you know what's amazing about it? It looks broken, and they just beat Vegas. That's what I think is amazing. So I don't know if this team, and they beat Boston, and okay, and they beat Boston, and they beat and Colorado, they beat the, and they beat the Rangers. But these these games mean nothing. They mean nothing when you go and lose to. The very next day, there's been one game this entire year that they've won back-to-back. They've played 30 games, 33 games this year. It's the most inconsistent team, literally, in the league. And I don't think that people projected this. You know, the experts that 
you know, watch hockey, give their opinion, you know, state uh, the Sabres are, are, are going to improve from uh, the 2022-23 season. I see these guys here next year. Well, we're not seeing the improvement in players, the top end players. Like when you have Alex Tuck and you have um, Tage Thompson and, you know, players like that, that are minus four in a game. That is not a rep recipe for success. I'm going to put it as simple as this. Should Don Granado be the head coach of the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow morning? We just listened to his press conference. It's the same thing over and over again. Four teams have changed their coach. This team is severely underachieving. It's going to be a very difficult decision because I think Don Granato has done a very, very, very good job with this group for the last few years. I think Don has been in a situation that he has been given the darkest hole of a team back years ago that was so fractured I can't even begin to tell you how bad it was. Everybody knew how bad it was. And this this man came in, took over the team, single-handedly changed players over a week, two-week process, and had players play elite high-end hockey the rest of that year. But tonight we saw the same thing. Hold on, hold on. Right. And then through that time, there was a rebuild. There was a building stage where Kevin Adams and Don Granato, who is named the head coach of the Buffalo Sabres after that season, there needed, you needed to build a culture. You needed to build a culture where these players want to play here. They want to be Buffalo Sabres. And I think Don Granato has done that in his time leading up to this year. The problem is, in this, in this game, whether you're a player or a coach, it's what, what are you doing for me lately? That's what this job is all about. What are you doing for me right now? We're, I'm, we're not going to deny that Don Granato has done incredible things with this young group. But right now, what we're seeing in a group that is underperforming in many games this year that, that that does not have an identity. You can't hold yourself to an identity. Kyle Oposo mentioned that. Play to an identity. Play to an identity, which you don't have. And then we talk about accountability. Don Granato said they have accountable players in the room. He believes in these players. They're accountable. Meanwhile, no, there is no accountability. There's players that are failing and doing the same mistakes because they don't fear the consequences. He said in a press conference, I do not want to punish these guys. Well, if you don't want to punish these guys and if you don't want them, like they're not your buddy. You're the coach. I don't, I don't get this. I've never I, played for any coach. I have never played. I have not played for one single coach that if things were not going well, 
that there was not a message sent. Whether it was through a benching, whether it was through a coach calling out a player in media, just saying, we need this guy to be better. We need Tage Thompson to be better. He was minus four tonight. I don't give a shit he scored a goal. It's not good enough. I don't think Owen Power is being the player that we know he can play. And if he doesn't start playing, then guess what? He's just not going to get the ice time. Is that is that too bad to say? And I don't think that right now... It, it's too late now, I think. Like, you're well, 33 games into the season. What, are you going to start? You're going to start cracking the whip now? It's never too there, late, Petey. Uh, if he's still nah, here the next gotta day... It's got to be a different voice doing need, that. I'm there sorry. There needs to be a change. They're the not, problem they, is there needs to be a change. Nice Don is not working. Supportive Don is not working. I'm going to coddle you... And we're going to watch video and we're going to find a solution the next morning is not working. Well, it's not going to be the players because there's a roster freeze in effect tonight at midnight. So unless some massive trade happens between the time we're recording this and 1159 PM, there's no change when it comes to the players. And I think no change, there's going to be no change tonight. I think, I think what's, I think what the biggest problem for me is, is you see them go out and play against Vegas. You see them play against Boston. You see them play against New York, Colorado. And why are they winning those games? Oh, I'm starting to wonder if it's just fear of getting embarrassed. That's exactly it. That's ex you just hit it right on the top of the head. They're, they fear losing. They fear getting embarrassed. They know that they're playing Boston Bruins, the best team in the East. We're playing the Vegas Golden Knights, Colorado Avalanche. These are the Stanley Cup champions. Do you know um, what they do? We need, we need to go out and we need to play our best hockey. Let's they go fear. maximize our ability against the best teams so we don't get embarrassed, but then let's just get embarrassed at home against teams that we should be better than. I said, guess what? I said in our, I said, here's in the our thing. Don Granato should be walking into the dressing room and saying, you guys aren't that fucking good. I don't give a shit that you just beat fucking Vegas. Well, I think he probably knows that Craig. Well, do you I think, think they he know probably that? knows that this team is, this team is not very good. They don't play a very good brand of hockey and that falls on the coach. Well, whose fault is that though? Is that Don's? Is that Don's fault for for defensemen not picking up guys in front of the net? Is that Don Granado's fault for the lackluster play, the non physical grind? Like our our toughest player on on uh, and hardest working player is is an eighteen year old kid. Go and watch the way he forechecks. Go and watch the way he back checks. Go and watch the way he goes to the front of the net and takes a beating by all these guys that are that are four or five inches taller and outweigh him by 50 pounds. He's relentless. He doesn't care. He's there for one reason, and that's to succeed. There's none of that. There's there's I shouldn't say none of that. That's not true. There's very little of that. We, now, granted, we have an insane amount of skill. If we were in a skills competition, I think we would be one of the top in the league. This is not a skills competition. This is a hockey game. Compete Listen, I, level is king. Compete I, level is king. 
I wonder if um, Kevin Adams is in over his head. This is not an easy job. I, I think as as ex-pro athletes, I think we think it would just be easy. No, I, I, I don't but, think that okay. I, I'm there yet to say that this is over Kevin's head because I don't think that's it at all. I think Kevin had a plan. I think he did have a plan. I think he 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 felt that there is so much talent on this team, whether it's coming from the the goaltending, whether it's coming from the defense, whether it's coming from the the multiple multiple um, high end first round draft picks that we have. There's so much talent and draft prospects in this organization that I think Kevin felt that he could sit on his hands. That's what I think he 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 he's feeling right now that I can allow these young guys because they're so young that they're just going to learn through experience. Well, here's the problem. If you are in an environment where you continue to lose year after year after year, that is what you're learning. That's my fear. That's everyone's fear. I'm sure it's Kevin Adams' fear right now. Is he second guessing what he's doing? Owen Power, man, he's struggling immensely. Owen Power is struggling. I don't think Matias Samuelson is playing well. I don't think they're playing up to expectation at all. Rasmus Dahlin has been Yoki very Haru minus four. And everybody's shitting on uh, the 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 two uh, the two new guys. They were plus one and even tonight. Connor Clifton has been by far, by far the most physical player on this team the last 10 games. He hasn't hurt this team. He hasn't hurt this team. Go take a look at 25. I know he's young. I know he's super young. But holy shit, man. Keep your players accountable. If they are not, this is, we're in it to win it. And if Owen Power in his second year and and what a hundred games needs to be sat down, and you don't have to take him out of the lineup, you're not going to embarrass this number one overall pick. I don't think you're at a point where you're going to take him out of a lineup, but you can reduce his ice time, put him in situations that he's going to succeed, put him in situations that he can start to build, and maybe take a deep breath. but I haven't seen that either. This kid has not played well. He has struggled in many areas of his game. And I hope that I hope the coaching staff is trying to help this kid out because there's areas that he needs help in. But there's nothing wrong with taking things away, taking a step back to take two steps forward. And I'm sure they're going over all these things. I'm sure they're discussing these things, but I haven't seen it yet. To me, I think I, I'm avoiding the the ultimate elephant in the room, and it's just how this team played when it was five, six, seven, one. Yeah, that's exactly it. Who's not mad? You know, you know, we were heavily criticized for this for saying that the team was, you know, not 
made up with the right type of players and i don't want to yeah. go down that path but i just yeah. sit here and, and a lot of those people right now are yeah are talking about firing the coach and they're yeah. talking about yeah they are you know, leave sending levi to rochester was a good move and you know like maybe i just and then we got and then you got pulled tonight and he's played fantastic. That young man has played fantastic, but holy shit, man, the product that is front of is in front of him. I'll tell you this. There's no goaltender in this world that is going to have success without a team that plays a structured brand of hockey that care about defense. And you're going to have games like this. I had games like this and you get past them. I learned from them, but I'll tell you this. There's just far too much of this. There is not enough. We're not seeing enough. I think as fans, because I'm a fan, we're not seeing enough from this team. What do you think he means when he says we're going to go to work tomorrow? I don't know. The same as the same as the other twenty times he said it this year. We're going to watch video. We're not going to quit. Like what do you? What is he supposed to say? What is he supposed to say? What is Kyle Oposo supposed to say? Oh, it looks like uh, the the players quit on the coach tonight. Kyle, what do you think about that? Well, Mike, yeah, we all quit on him. No. Good question. Players aren't going to say that. The coaches are not going to quit. Now, the question is, is it the right coaching staff to get this this group out of its funk. And that's not for us to make. But when you see lifeless hockey over and over and over and over, it becomes a trend. And I'm seeing more of a trend than just a one-off, right? Those ones that you just basically, your coach walks into the room after a 9-4 loss or an 8-2 loss or a 7-0 blowout, and he walks into the room and he says, boys, crumple this one up, throw it in the garbage. No video on it tomorrow. We're not even going to talk about this game. We're going to bury this one. This is a one-off. This is not our team. Let's get back to work. We'll see you tomorrow. And there's no pressure, not one. There's no pressure on anybody in the room because you know it's just a one-off. But there's there's been so many of these games that it's not a one-off. After this Don season, Cronado, Don Cronado can only go into the room so many times and try and deflate that heavy, heavy pressure situation that's in that room it's a bad look this is a mean bad look to like lose as like in a, as around the league look or yeah hey, uh, hey the, aren't we or, trying or aren't we trying do we not want look? some free agents in the offseason hopefully do we not want to trade some players and maybe get some no move clauses waived to come here outsiders see this it's a fucking laughing stock. Again, for another season. You know when you're out in the ice and you take a big check and the next day you feel all sore and you don't feel well? But when you're injured in a car crash, don't let the insurance company skate off without paying what you deserve. Call Salino at 800 800- 
555-555-5555. Looking for something to do New Year's Eve? Seneca Resort and Casinos is the place for an unforgettable New Year's Eve experience. Partying on the casino floors and enjoying incredible food and drink specials, hot slots and table games, DJs, live music, and an epic final countdown to midnight. Dining specials at all restaurants at all properties. For more details, go to SenecaCasinos.com. We'll see you New Year's Eve. Do you know the goaltender that played tonight? Yeah, well, well, who for who? Columbus? Correct. The two that played for Buffalo. No, that <laughs> played tonight. No, never heard of him. It was his first game. <laughs> it was his first game. Or his second game. That's what we get. We get, on most nights, the other team's backup. It wasn't Elvis Merlikens. It was a guy I've never heard of. Who's played basically, I don't know, one game in the league. You know who else wasn't in the game tonight? Boone Jenner. So where here in Buffalo, I don't we don't want to make excuses, okay, for injuries because this is a team that played basically a guy who's played one or two games in the NHL or this year anyway, sorry. You have their captain out in Boone Jenner, which is probably one of their top players. Real tough game here tonight. Real tough game. We'll see what happens. You know, and 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 here's the thing. The trend, the trend with all this is Thursday night, there's going to be a, a Maple Leaf ass kicking. Uh, you don't know that. You don't I do know, know that. that. No, you don't. No, I, I pretty no, much do. No, I have no idea. Because that's no, what that's they do. The that's what this team does. No. It's that, like you're, no, you you're ready to never watch hockey again. You are, you are ready to never watch hockey again. You watch one more game and they win. And they look fantastic. I'm telling you right now, it, I bet you the Sabres win that game. I bet you they win just knowing knowing the Sabres, they'll win that game. Let me ask you one more question. Are we panicking? Is this a are we panicking? What do you mean panicking? Talking about firing Granado. Talking about, like, are we panicking right now? How many games did it take for Edmonton to fire their coach? Was that a panic situation? Well, yes, because they have the two best players in the world. What does that mean? What does that and mean? They and have, they have Stanley Cup expectations. So, they, so they, have, they have more expectations than we do. Okay. Yes. So their expectations are to win the Stanley Cup. I What's believe our expectations? Uh, make the playoffs, and they're not that far out. Okay, They're getting further out, but they're not that far out still. So because our expectations aren't as high as the others, we should keep our coach? Is that what you're saying? I'm just I'm trying to figure out what what your re, what what your well, meaning I'm, I'm is. Saying, I'm so saying you're at Edmonton, let it, let you know, you have out. Minnesota, you have, you know, um who is the other one? St. Louis. Louis. And there was yeah. one more. In Ottawa. In Ottawa. So the expectations of those teams are higher than the Sabres? 
or are it, does Kevin want to take more time because he he he's clearly come out and stated that he believes in the coaching staffs. He believes in Don Granado and his message to these players. He believes in the players that he has. He's come out and stated that just recently. Yeah. That's a vote of confidence for, for Don, the coaching staff, the players. And they turn around and show that to Kevin Adams tonight. At what point, and I don't know this, and we don't know this, and the and, and the fan base doesn't know it. No one knows this but Kevin Adams and how long the leash is going to be had. Well, didn't Donnie just sign a two-year extension? With one year left on his deal. Do you think Terry Pagula wants to have another overlapping coaching salary? I don't care how if he's the lowest paid coach in the league. He did it with Bilesma. He did it with Nolan. He did it with Housley. He's done it with multiple. multi. He has, he has paid more coaches to not coach here. I don't it, know if that made sense. I I think it makes I think it makes no, in, in terms sense. of like the the whole he's paid more money to have yeah he's uh, paid a ton of money he's paid uh, he's paid a lot of money to have coaches not coach here that's right and you know that the Sabers are hemorrhaging money I don't think Terry Pagula wants to just pay people to not work here anymore he's he's doing that with executives coaches general managers I mean it's it's insane the amount of money he's been shelling out to people to just not be a part of the organization. I think Rex Ryan was another one. I get where you're coming with this. I get where you're, I, I, I see what you're trying to say. Um, and, and does that bide him more, bid him more time? You have no, who are you going to, who are you going to have as an interim, as a cheap interim? You got to have Matt Ellis take over? Christy? No, they're just they're not ready to take over a head coaching job as an interim. Marty Wilford, no, they're just not. Like that's what Don was. Don was an interim coach who got the most out of his players. Okay, so now 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 my now my head's rolling here and my you know, listen. So would it be fair to say that Don has the rest of the year to to try and change change things around? Yeah. Yes, I do. And if you miss the playoffs, the only thing Kevin Adams can do is here, here are his options. You talked about his options about trading and sending what all that stuff. Here are his options. Hire a general manager and move to president of hockey ops. Completely revamp your coaching staff. Keep on whoever you feel you want to keep on in some capacity, but not on the bench. Those are his options. And if I missed one, throw one out there. But if he stays on as general manager, these cannot be the coaches. Either way, these cannot be the coaches next year. If they may, if they miss the playoffs, these cannot be the coaches. Even if there is some miracle sprint at the end of the year. And you think that's just gone Don Granato. You don't think that has anything to do with you know, Kevin's focus on keeping what he had from basically the previous year. No goaltending change, 
no forward change except for one player. You brought in Zach Benson, which is an 18 year old young kid. And you brought in two defensemen that are basically, you know, your third pairing defensemen. So that's it. That's all he did. Like I have, I, I put more fault into the lack of movement in this roster because I think they had something really strong and positive going into the summer. This was going to be the year that there was going to change the perspective of the Buffalo Sabres organization moving forward. The young, youthful group of players are going to make, make an even bigger stride. may not be uh, personal bests, but it's going to be team success. And in order to do that, you can't have the youngest team in the league again. That's the failure by not addressing the goaltending situation was a colossal failure. If you want to bring in Devin Levi from college, from Northeastern. Okay. Because he's a superstar in college hockey. Well, guess what? College hockey and NHL hockey are two completely different things. And if you feel that Devin Levi is mature enough and he's a good enough goaltender to play in the National Hockey League right away without going to the minors, which is doesn't happen very often. But if you feel that way, then you should have brought in a number one goaltender to to patch up a couple years of Devin Levi's ability to develop and learn because he's so young. That is a huge problem that they didn't address. Not addressing any forwards. Bringing back forwards that should not have been brought back. There should have been new, fresh, hungry, aggressive players that would have added energy and spunk and drive and grit to the lineup. That wasn't addressed. I mean, we can sit here and blame Don all we want, okay? I think Don's done a tremendous job building what he has had up to this point. No, no. Okay. No, this team is not getting better. They've not gotten better. I don't care yeah. if guys have had career years. Talented players given tons of opportunity should produce, and they did. Good for them. They're not mm -hmm. getting better. They don't play with structure. This does not look like a hockey team. Yeah, it's, it's just as simple as that. Congrats to the guys that that cashed in and got paid. You had a great offensive year. Your coach let you run. But I'm going to tell you something. Look at Jack Eichel. Is that on Don Granato? Look at Jack Eichel. Is right that now. on Don Granato, though? I don't know. Is Jack Eichel's play on the coach, or is it on Eichel just showing up and saying, oh, yeah, I get it now? Cassidy sat down with him. We talked about that. Cassidy sat down with him and said, if you, you want to win, you got to be the best two-way centerman on this team. You got to care about playing defense. And now he's a Stanley Cup champion. And now he's and Thomas said today off the air that he thinks he could be a Selkie Trophy winner. Jack he also said you're not going to get you're also going to not get a hundred points. Yeah, and you're not going to get a hockey game. Same conversation Scotty Bowman had with Steve Eiserman. It's incredible. Yes. Yes, it's coaching. How do you get the players to do it? How? Because I never thought in a million years that Jack Eichel would have been capable of figuring that out. 
Tell me why. Don Granado's too soft on these players, and I don't know if Kevin Adams just allows that. If Donnie Granado's just a scapegoat, just a temporary sit and just keep, I don't know what it is, keep guys happy, keep the mood light, I don't know. I do not see any direction with this with this team whatsoever. None. So you're saying that this team has been brought to a certain point that beyond this point, Don Granado can't take them to the next level. I don't know. That was, listen, Bruce Boudreaux is one of those guys. Bruce Boudreaux is a guy that could take a team, you know, build the morale, make everybody f have fun again, love hockey, fun guy, you know, great, motivate him, piss him off, but then gets you to a certain point, but they just can't get any further. It's the track record of his career, excluding the American Hockey League. But that's a completely different animal. If you had one coach that you could pick, coach this team, who would it be? Available or not available? I'd have to go with available. I guess you'd have to go with available. We talk about, can, can this be a to-be-continued? Can be. Should be. Should be.